0: our mission is to help creatives grow their business, hone their marketing and share their stories via outstanding content. Hello team, Fab here, your lovely host and humble host, I shall say, and founder of Creative Impact Co. Today, I am so excited to bring you short Nibbles of tips. Imagine a little nibbles, nibbles of tips, right? So what they are, the nuggets of wisdom. Again, as you can see, there's a lot of food involved in my thinking right now. It must be because I just had breakfast. However, this is a short episode, like you have had a few before, including our bonus episodes that you have heard in the last couple of weeks. And this is a bit of a bonus one because as you listen to this, I am probably having more breakfast pushing it back to Wednesday morning, and I'm getting ready for our conference. So we thought we'll bring you a little snippet of the conference again. We'll bring it to you today with some of our top tips about content from some of our amazing speakers and judges for the Creative Impact Awards conference. I wanted to give you a bit of a feeling of what you can expect. You can still sign up. You still have got a bit of time to join us. You can join us live and that's really where the magic happens. that really where the connections are actually built. However, you can also obviously join us online. That's totally fine. You can actually watch the replay. So if you're missing something live, you can still go to RSVP, and you can actually join us live and watch some of the replays in case you're missing out on a couple of them. And the actual access will be available for 45 days. So if you're missing something live because you're a bit late to the party, Don't you worry, you can join our online event and you can actually get to watch the replays and all of the session for 45 days after they're gone live. Without further ado, I'll give you a bit of a sneak peek and I cannot wait to meet you, albeit virtually, at the conference today. Remember, it's for the next three days, Creative Impact Group slash RSVP. Cannot wait to see you there. (laughs) In the following extracts, you hear some top tips from our incredible speakers, including Sarah Kiyopopova, Steph Helswood, Greta Solomon, and Melissa Magginson from Tailwind. Uh,
1: something that shifted this year at the beginning of lockdown was that I realized that the real mistakes that I could do, that I mean the, the thing about it not looking perfect or not being this, not being that, that's all my own trip and you know nothing that I, nothing that really matters because overall the content is it's decent, it's fine, it's good, it's like it's good enough actually. <laughs> it's like just take it. It's 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 that. But what I what I noticed was that suddenly with that increased um, presence of people online and people turning to social media, I uh, I felt that there was I had a responsibility that I'd never had before. Because people were sort of almost looking up to me and looking to me for like advice or for calm influence, and I'm like, oh my god, people are coming for me because they think I can calm them down. I'm like, I'm so not calm right now. <laughs> but maybe, relatively speaking, maybe that's how I appear. I don't know. But and um, but I also discovered that I I um, it suddenly became. Um, uh the, the space that I inhabit on social media had uh, became a little bit more loaded because people like, like my, the first time I noticed it was when uh, right in the beginning of lockdown, certain countries or in Europe were already in lockdown. People were having a really bad time and England, the UK was still not quite there yet. And so I was um, posting stories where I was uh, meeting people. I was out, out and about cycling around, and I had quite a few messages from people saying, "Why you shouldn't promote? You shouldn't uh, encourage people to go outside. You shouldn't encourage people to meet other people and and to be not stay away from." Them. You know, I, I suddenly felt that I had a responsibility to behave. To set set a good example, and not just a good example, obviously, about food or sustainability. Like, you know, those things are more general, but actually for what was going on right now, that felt new. And the same thing around Black Lives Matter, that also felt like a huge moment of um, somehow realizing that I could mess up there. That's a real mess up that's not like whether my content looks perfect or not. So in in that way that's, that that kind of new angle has helped me also just go, well, to be honest, my my uh, yeah. My content is good enough. <laughs> and even when it's not as good as other, like, you know, it that's also fine.
2: When you're juggling so much, um, there is so much going on. I think I've really honed in on my strengths, especially during lockdown. I think sometimes when there's so much going on and the busyness of life, you can miss out on loads of different things. And maybe some of your um, passions can slip because you're juggling all of these deadlines. So I think one thing that's been a massive blessing me for me from lockdown um, is the fact that it's given me time to be creative again. Um, because I think before when there's so much going on it's just like I need to tick that box I need to tick that box whereas with the extra time um, I've been able to spend longer on content um, put more time and effort and energy into getting a brief from a brand seeing the key points but then flipping the brief and just going in my own complete direction with it as long as I'm hitting their criteria and things like that and I think that at the moment is really fulfilling me because it's challenging me creatively because I want every video to be better than the next um and yeah I think that's where I'm really finding my passion at the moment um and I've had such a love-hate relationship with social media for a while now that I'm finally starting to like know where I stand if that makes sense
3: (laughs) The world is so busy and we are always in relation with other people and writing is one of the few times where you're actually listening to your own thoughts, listening to your own voice and putting it on a piece of paper, which then makes it real. And it then means that you can actually see what are you actually thinking? What are you actually feeling? And it's so powerful because of that, because you consistently write, even if it's just free writing every day or every other day or whenever you can. You're putting yourself on paper and you're allowing yourself to see yourself and how you see yourself may be different to how other people see you and then you can start to say well then actually who do i want to be am i this person i think i am am i the person that the world thinks i am or then who am i and so it's so powerful for that and also because it's safe it's um just for you 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 write and you can hide your journal away and no one ever needs to see. So it can be messy and it can be real. And, and I think that is so, so powerful.
0: Now, Pinterest, correct me if I'm wrong, Pinterest has always been evolving and updating. But when Instagram is literally throwing a party in your back garden about reels, Pinterest does these things and it and kind of like they come out there but unfortunately you don't get as much spotlight. Right. And I think especially things like the algorithm is something that we know something about. We know how it's evolved but if I have to say that I have as much confidence about understanding where that is going as Instagram, probably not as much. Mm-hmm. So are there any things that you can see are actually evolving within Pinterest for 2020 and going forward?
4: Oh yeah. Pinterest is kind of a uh... A different beast compared to Instagram. It's they are much more quiet about changes that they make to the platform. Uh, the algorithm is constantly shifting, and you know it's it's a search engine, so it's not really used in the same way that Instagram is. So when you're on Pinterest, you're scrolling through. Sometimes you see the same pins over and over and over again, and this is an experience that they recognize as not the best experience. So one of the big things that's changing both, you know, this year and I think going forward in the new decade uh, is going to be Pinterest is really wanting to get fresh content in front of people rather than just like the same, you know, but bacon recipe from 2010 that we've been seeing for 10 years now. Uh, so they're really, really putting an emphasis on, New ideas, uh, brand new content, brand new products. So, if you are creating and you're wanting to get that juice from Pinterest, the strategies have changed. Instead of doing, all right, I got my viral post, I'm just going to keep pinning it and 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 changing nothing, just spamming it out to every single board every single day. The difference is once you have that great post that's done really well, make a new version of that pin. So one of the examples that we've been using is there's this really great bourbon recipe. Yeah, this is a great great example here too. So this lemon cheesecake recipe. It could be um, you know we have a lemon cheesecake recipe. Maybe someone's searching for that, or maybe someone is searching for a great cake recipe for spring. And so then the text becomes um, you know, the, the best spring cheesecake for 2020 or something like that you can change it so that it's hitting different targets loved all the juicy tips? well guess what, there's more where
0: they came from so make sure that you join us at creativeinport.group slash RSVP and get your tickets today thank you so much for listening don't forget to check our show notes for more juicy goodness about this episode if you loved it take some time to give us five stars on iTunes and make sure that you let us know your ha and takeaways on Instagram at creativeimpactco. Also, you can find out more about us on our website at creativeimpact.group.